back to Soul Purpose with Shamama. This is your host, Shanora Lucklightner, also known as Shamama the Underwire Slayer. And today I am joined by my fine husband, George. Uh, it is season two, so it is time for you to hear his once a season podcast. Hopefully we can get him more and more this year. But I just wanted to update you guys on what has happened since the last time uh, we've shared. And um, we also have some questions today that we received on social media that we'll answer. But really, it's just time to um, see what's going on with George and Shanor. We are in our 16th year of marriage. We are the mom and dad to three beautiful kids. And recently we had some huge life changes. So um, you've heard my perspective on it. And now it's time to hear from the man himself. So hi, babe. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm really good. Welcome to the podcast. And um, sorry we couldn't get you on earlier, but um, I'm glad that you're here today. Uh, You've had a major life change this past year. You want to share about it? Sure. Um, so we moved down to Georgia. Um, I came down in March and started my new job. Um, still an electrician. And I was staying with a close friend who we consider family. brought you guys down in May and we just now moved into a home um, this is now September but we moved in August and it's not a, a home we're renting so we'll be looking for a new place in a year once this lease is up and I'm just kind of playing it by ear but we are out of our storage, finally, so we're not paying that anymore, and I really like my job. I, I like a lot of the guys that I work with. I don't think I've had any problems with any of them, and yeah, that's been a blessing. Um, kids are in school now, and with my work schedule, Normally I work four days, and then I'm off three days, so that's nice. You know, I usually work four tens or four twelves, and then I'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which has been really nice, especially on those Fridays. I really enjoy taking my kids to school and picking them up from school. That way, Shanor doesn't have to for a day, but also I get to spend that time with my kids. And then I get to come home to my wife. It's been a nice little Friday with her just alone. Thank you. Um, Yeah, that's a a huge, huge change, even with the ups and downs with this move. I don't know about you, but us being able to actually spend time together and it not be a, oh, you know, Let's just try to do this or get this in really quick. It has been so healthy for our marriage, even though it's kind of scary sometimes. And you won't always have every Friday off because you still travel 
sometimes, but I now look forward to Fridays knowing that we'll at least get three or four hours just to be with one another, which is so important in marriage. And I cannot express myself enough that if you are married and you have the opportunity to spend time with one another, it does not matter what your situation is, no matter what your financial situation is, your kid's situation is, if you have that opportunity, you need to take advantage of it. And we've had several um, challenging seasons. It really doesn't get better does it it just changes your your struggle changes and i know that there's this glamorized uh perspective out there that once the kids get older it just gets easier when really it's just that your challenges change uh when we when the kids were younger it was okay so who's gonna watch three kids i felt like it was easier to find a sitter for the two (laughs) it was when we started the three because then we had to split them up and we really had to strategize and you know we had to figure out like what what type of date was worth it so for many years we just decided we're going to spend time together but it's going to be like all right it's a netflix and chill and so even though our time now is spent a little bit differently and it may be a little bit more impactful. We still carved out that time over the years. We just did what we had to do. Um, but I can say that for my mental health and my emotional health and just um, my spiritual health too, us uh, spending that time and we have a, a devotional book that George picked out. It has just really helped me cope during this season. So thank you for being One of the reasons I got to be a homeschooling mom and even be a stay-at-home wife and mom now is because of my joy gig, which is being a Ruby Ribbon Independent Stylist. I have been Shamal the Underwire Slayer since July of 2020 and bra free since July of 2019. It is a worthy work being able to help teens, tweens, basically any woman in any stage of life whatever her bra drama is whether she has no cups or cute cups your mama the underwire slayer has you you can find your perfect fit and get your two inches off your waist and optimal breast support by going to myshamama.com and clicking on fit finder to find your perfect fit that is m-y-s-h-e-m-a-m-a.com I can't wait to serve you. Intentional. Intentional with making sure that you're not just George the dad or George the electrician or that I'm Shonora the mom or Shonora or Shamama the underwire slayer. You've just been so intentional with that. And I thank you and what do you think is your motivation behind that? Um, I don't know. I have this drive to be a good father, a good husband, because my father wasn't that. And I don't, I don't know that personally. You know, he died when I was 
two years old. I think for a long time I've been saying he died when I was one year old, but then I took a look at his death certificate not too long ago and uh, realized that I was actually two years old when he passed. But regardless, I didn't know him. Um, but the stories that I was told by my mother and my sisters were that he wasn't that great of a guy, you know, and something from that made me want to be different, made me want to be intentional about being a good father, a good husband, and I didn't grow up in the church, I didn't have um, Christian values, you know, set within me, I didn't have those parameters, and so eventually finding Christ and um, learning about who Christ was and what that meant to me only solidified those things for me. Can I tell you I'm so glad that you were not raised in the church? <laughs> this is going to be so such an unpopular um, opinion. However, being raised in the church and just, you know, culturally everything, I do think that there's some people who get a great foundation and they are able to live some amazing lives um, based on that. But I'm grateful that you didn't because then that allowed me to think outside the box, to really challenge myself on what I believe. You've challenged me biblically and just spiritually over the years. And there are some things where, you know, we were not equally yoked on them and it definitely presented a lot of challenges in our marriage but then it also just it helped me not be so self-righteous and to really come down off of my imaginative high horse that I had and I didn't really know that I had it until you would like call out some things were like hey you know why why would you say something like that or why would you why would that come out of your mouth why why do you think like that um And so I'm very grateful that your relationship with God, your faith is authentic. Not that we can't grow. You know, there's some things that, you know, both of us, we need to to grow more. We're always growing. You're never going to fully arrive. But I truly think that our marriage is better because we did not have the same upbringing. And I think it gave us both this drive of, all right, we know where we come from. We're grateful for the things or that our past has has taught us, but we share that same motivation that we don't want our kids to grow up in the same exact environment that we did. So anyways, moving on. Um... What do you think has been the most challenging part of living your whole life in Indiana and then one day, which, okay, it is not just out of the blue. I think we should clarify that, right? Mm -hmm. I've been telling people like this has been my lifelong dream to live in Georgia. But for you, when was the first time that you said, okay, I could see myself living here? 
Um, I guess it was sometime towards the end of last year, towards the beginning of this year, um, that it became more of a solidified thing for me instead of just lip service at points. Um, you know, I knew it was the intention of my wife to find her way here. And of course there was always me supporting that idea, but it wasn't necessarily ever my goal. You know, I've always been someone who's content and finds contentment in habits and uh, I mean I was okay with just being in Indiana because that's all I ever knew Um, I didn't necessarily have a desire for change but that's just because I think character wise that's who I was I've seen so many positives of this change. I've seen so much growth from all of us, you know, me and you and our kids. And I feel like spiritually it's it's been a growth from the stagnant, you know. It's hard to explain. It's <laughs> It's it's different, but it's it's good. It's good different. Okay, but we were here years ago. You Do you remember about, that? Are you talking about our honeymoon? Yes! We basically spent our honeymoon a year after we got married in Villarica, Georgia at a lake house thanks to your aunt. And that was a really great experience. It was. It was our first ever experience with Georgia. Together. Together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was nice. So, even then, I remember us talking like, oh, you might be able to live here one day. But that was lip service. I don't recall that conversation. <laughs> You're like, I don't remember that. It was all in your head. And I confess that sometimes there are some conversations that I think that we have and you're just like, that never happened. You're making it up. (laughs) 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 Because I'm a dreamer and I think that you being content is what balances us out because I have so many dreams and George is like, all right, that's great. But I think we need to be content in this particular season and and find the good in this moment right here. So thank you for being that balance. And um, it has truly been an honor to go through this change with you. We have been through a lot of ups and downs. And I think that when people see pictures or the snapshots, not that I'm, I am not someone that is over glamorizes our life like I definitely shared like we have challenges but for some reason people are like oh my gosh you guys it's so perfect like oh 
but I just, you know, I've had people to say, oh, I'm just so jealous. And I'm like, you're jealous of the struggle? You're jealous of the, it ain't always perfect. There are times when we do not like each other and I don't gas us up on the internet when we don't like each other. So, um, I just, I find it funny that, you know, there's this perception of perfection when I've never, ever, ever, um, put that out there like that. And you definitely don't. Um, but I just, perspective is, is, is hilarious to me. So I want to get into some of the questions that we received. Um, one of the first ones was Amy saying, when is she going to be on the podcast? So, um, that will be soon, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully by October. Um, but then there were some others. And um, it was after a post that I had shared on Facebook. I think Instagram too. Um, one of our Friday days where he allowed me to sleep in. And of course take the kids to school. And one thing that... I think that I'm more appreciative of this moment. It's because there are, I still wake up on Fridays like, hey, do you want me to take the kids? And you're like, no, this is my day. And one of the reasons why I want to do that for you is because you wake up before any of us and you go to work every single day um, before we get our day started. And that has been your life for the past 12 years. And... I don't want you to have to wake up like that and take the kids, but you're like, no, this is, this is me being a part of, you know, their schooling. He's never really been, you've never been able to really take the kids to and from school. Right. So, um, as much as I want to save him from that and, you know, honor him in that way, he's like, no, let me be dad. And so thank you for that. Um, so I guess the first question, um, real question that we will ask is what is your favorite part of being a father? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that without sounding cheesy but just knowing that my kids love me you know that it means it means the world it's a pure love he's definitely the favorite in our house he's the fun parent for sure okay next question uh what is something that i do that annoys you i'm nervous well that's kind of um open face question. I, I think I'd like to hear what you think annoys me, and then I'll tell you what annoys me. Oh, okay. I know your top pet peeve is us being late. I am a time-optimistic person, and it used to be where I would get all the kids ready and then get myself ready, which I know you're not supposed to do that. And then George would be ready in like five minutes. Like, why aren't we out the house? And I, eventually I was like, look, <laughs> I'm getting all these dang on kids ready by myself. You need to be a part of this process. And I don't think that I really spoke up like that until Elijah was born. It has always been like my priority to make sure that Elijah knows that daddy is his 
you know, mommy, you can come to mommy. But as he gets older and he's becoming a man, I can't teach him how to be a man. So once we implemented that, I think the timing and everything getting out the house was a little bit better. Um, However, (laughs) as I have leaned more into, um, I guess you can say, uh, trying to be less anxious, I'm still time optimistic and and George is not. And that is one thing that he hates the most. And we recently had a, a hiccup where I was time optimistic because I take this route all the time. And he's like, no, you know, like even five minutes early is too late. And, uh, that, that kind of flared up and I was just like, I'm sorry. However, it wasn't all on me. I was having a health challenge that day. And that is the reason why we had to really cut it close. But we were able to bring it back down. So all that to say, being late, highest annoyance, especially for me. Because you're like, why are you not ready? You had all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably it. That's right there. Nail on the head. <laughs> my, biggest, <laughs> my biggest annoyance. Yeah. I'm getting better, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> like you said, the the balance definitely helps, especially when it's all five of us getting out of the house. Me taking care of me and the boy, you taking care of you and the girls. It definitely helps um, in that aspect. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I should even answer that question since you've already answered it so well. Oh, there's something else? Of course, there's always... Okay, you need to tell me number two. I don't know if there's a defined number two, but... Wow. One thing that I would say that you do that annoys me, and it's, it's both of us, it is, but there's lots of times where I want your attention... And I don't have it because of social media or um, you work in your business. And it's not always fair. It's not always fair on my part because when I want your attention, I want you. You know, it's, it is what it is. And it's not necessarily something that's been a set time or a set moment. It's just like, you know, I really want Shinora and her time. And <laughs> you're not necessarily available. And that's, it's not your fault even. It's just, it's, sometimes I'm selfish. But yeah, there's, there's times when that happens and it annoys me. But I will say that it's not always fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next question is, what is something that I love about you? And I I want to handle that. This is the last question. Okay. You answer first. It's not the last question. No, that's not the last question. Oh. No, I want you to answer the question first, though. Oh, what do I think you love about me? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Um... 
<laughs> outside of knowing me biblically. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um. about me I would say being able to be patient with you while you figure out being dad not having the example um, that you deserved I just, I really try to meet you right where you are. And I hope that it has helped more than hindered your growth process. Um, I think that you love that I'm very intentional about your yogurt. (laughs) Making sure that you have yogurt in the fridge. I know that sounds so strange, but he really doesn't ask for much. And so... I make it my point to make sure that he has his yogurt every single day. And it has to, it's only one brand. And if Kroger wants to give us a sponsorship or something like that, I'm all for it. Because he will only eat Kroger brand yogurt. And um, I just remember years ago, he only liked the blueberry, I was it blueberry pomegranate? Mm-hmm. And it was the fruit at the bottom. And... I had switched it up one week because they didn't have a lot in stock. And I remember him looking at the grocery and he was like, one thing, I only asked for one thing. I don't ask for much in this marriage. And I was like, what did I do now? He was like, why can't you just get my favorite yogurt? And I was like, babe, they only had like two in stock. I don't know why. So I just switched it up and he was like, that's all I want. Is this particular yogurt. And then a couple years later, they stopped making it. Um, I remember asking uh, a staff member, like, hey, look, my husband only likes this one flavor of yogurt. I need you to find it. And they said, well, you better find it and enjoy it because we're not bringing it back. And I was devastated. So now we're a little bit more lax on flavors, but it still has to be Kroger yogurt. I don't know why. I don't ask questions. I just make sure that he has it. So I think that would be a. (laughs) It's one of those things where, you know, I get a habit. I get content in a certain thing and I like to keep it that way. But um, as far as something that I love about you, it's one of the first things that um, attracted me to you before we even started having relationship was um, your heart, your big heart. He was always finding ways to give, give to someone less fortunate than yourself. Finding someone that needed something and getting it for that person, you know. There's other things I love about you, obviously. (laughs) We're keeping this a family-friendly episode. Your smile. I love your smile. I love your smile. 
Okay. All right. Let's keep going. Um, oh, this one's good. And I think it is the last one. What were your first thoughts about me starting my own Ruby Ribbon business? Um, my first thoughts initially probably is I didn't care. You know, not that I don't care. It's just, yeah, whatever you do, I support you. Um, when it comes to loyalty, you know, I'll always be there for you. I'll always be your biggest fan, your number one supporter. You know that. But it's, it's at first it was just like, whatever, do you. But um, over time, I realized what it meant, what it meant to you, what it meant to the women that you help, what it meant to us as a family in general. I, I'm all for it, you know. I, I want you to succeed. I always want you to succeed. But, yeah, my first thoughts, you know, whatever. I think I might have been working out of town at the time, too. And it was like, okay. <laughs> but I do think that it's something that has blessed us. The business has blessed us. I think that it's something that you use to do what you love, which is help people. Yeah. It really has blessed us, and there were a lot of times where George had to be like, all right, don't forget, you're a wife and a mom, and there were some nights where he'd be like, are you going to come to bed? And I had to really learn how to balance, because I do, um, I get a high off of helping people, I get a high off of, you know, people actually getting results from something that I can help them with, and in the beginning, I remember him saying, like, so when is this going to be done? Like, is this like a habit or like what's going on? Because I've never done anything like this before. And me joining the business was I thought I was just giving Carmen a boost for her month. That's why I don't think you even had the room to take it seriously at first because it was nothing that we talked about. Didn't plan on doing it. All you knew is that I was going to her cousin's house <laughs> to do a live and then all of a sudden, I'm up until 3 a.m. manually doing sizing forms and even asking you, like, hey, do you want to? He's like, no, I'm not touching that. And then the business gave us the confidence to move out of our old house. And then eventually the confidence to say, well, you can work anywhere in the country. And now I can, too. And that's kind of how we got to Georgia. Do you think that we would have ever moved to Georgia without Ruby Ribbon? No, probably not. Mm-mm. I don't think so at all. And that's even with the ups and downs of business. You know, we're gonna I'm going to have slow months. I'm going to have really big months. But I don't think that as much as I wanted to always live in Georgia, like since I was five, I don't think I would have had that confidence to say, hey, George, let's really seriously think about this. I don't think we would have had the initial confidence to even go on a spring break. We had our first spring break because of the flexibility of Ruby Ribbon. And now 
in just a few short weeks, we're going to have our first vacation um, outside of the country, you and I together, because of some amazing people who shared my business and um, shopped with me all of um, uh, 2022 um, until July 2023. I was able to earn a trip. 38 people are going from the company and um, we get to spend four days in Panama uh, together. No kids. And that is thanks to wonderful women who some have never even met that are rooting for you. They seen, they watched this journey. We're only three years in, you know, with Ruby Ribbon, four years, almost four years. Is it four years brought free? 20, 21, 22, 23. I started in July 2019 being brought free. And it has really just shifted our lives. And I, I, I thank God for... Um, this amazing product that has it's changed my life as a woman. I think it's given me a little bit more clarity on how I can work my purpose, my sole purpose of helping others in an unconventional way. And it has blessed um, my marriage, my family, and I'll, I'll never, ever uh, forget this season of our lives. And so thank you. You were, are someone who does not post on Facebook, but this past year, <laughs> I looked at his Facebook page and you see nothing but me. And I cannot tell you, like you have all of 25 friends and I think 22 of them are mutual. <laughs> but just sharing constantly, even though you're introverted and, and just probably the calm version of me and so I thank you and I appreciate you for every single share for you going to work and telling people about what your wife does um I have gained some amazing clientele from men you you being my husband my best friend my my brothers you know they share Ruby Ribbon unapologetically and so this business is not um uh, anything that it could, you know, that it is without you. So thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for being my guest today. I know that this is probably one of the longer podcasts, but you're my husband and you get all the time because um, I'm nothing without God and I'm nothing without you. Um, I am a mom because of you. I'm a wife because of you. And you really are my best friend. And thank you so much. I cannot wait to um, hear your next episode, whether it be in a couple of months <laughs> or next year, because I just know that there's some great things ahead and we're going to get through whatever it is that we need to get through together. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Thanks for having me, babe. Yeah. I love you. I love you. And I mean it. <laughs>